What's up, guys? Snowball Effect Podcast, episode two in a week. Like Why not, bro? I wasn't even ready, bro. Anytime I do, she gonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, why can we never get this right? The, the start of the episode? Yeah, it, I feel like that's like the hardest part, and I feel like we just dropped the ball. Like, no pun intended. Because <laughs> the ball must keep rolling. I feel like it's never that bad. No, nah, I mean, it's not bad at all. I'm just, I don't know. I just feel like we can do it a lot cooler. Like how? Like, uh, kick over like a chair and like come into, you know, <laughs> the room and just be like, hey! motherfuckers what's up <laughs> like you know I don't, I don't know that's maybe a little bit too hard uh oh my know, god <laughs> oh my god just something right. cool that'll just like you know get people's attention i don't know we'll, we'll think of it for a future episode all right <laughs> now that we have your attention what's up guys the hey. snowiest motherfucking motherfucking podcast on the planet Whew. the snowball effect boy it's cold in here Boy, it's it's freezing in here. Today we're talking about gender equality. Mm. Now, before we start, I would like to say that I'm a feminist, and my phone number is four six nine. Oh man! Okay, no, that brings about an important topic: women. Okay, first off, I want to say I'm not gonna speak women, bro. Okay, women, women lie, men lie. But no, uh, women. No. Just because a man says he's a feminist does not mean he is. It's absolutely not true. I, just, I almost just got hit by a car. Oh yeah. I'm at. You mean? I'm about to tell my sister we're recording a podcast. <laughs> my eyes. When you, when you pod from home, guys. Guys, this is what happens. I'm probably gonna cut this out because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I wanted people to think that I lived on my own. Hello! I'm recording. Okay. Uh, I don't even <laughs> Family. <laughs> Yo, they don't even be caring, honestly. You, you went through mean? that entire thing, bro. Like, your confidence and your self-esteem dropped a little bit because you, you're about to <laughs> build up, you know, like, the muster to tell your sister that you're recording a pod and you feel good about it and uh she no, didn't even care, didn't care bro she didn't even give you the time didn't of day didn't care bro didn't such care. is life such is life women <laughs> women <laughs> <laughs> yo perfect example if just because a man says he's a feminist do you know how many men say they are feminists just to get pussy like what mm. damn i said pussy on air wow <laughs> Well, I'm a changed man. Howard Stern, I'm coming for your yo, fucking job. Yo, yeah. This podcast gets raw and deep. It gets raunchy. Raunchy sometimes. Sometimes but, we're feeling uh, wholesome, like if it's yeah. being recorded on a Sunday. But yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. you just don't give a fuck. Okay. Gender equality. One thing I want to get into that I thought was weird is the way female i mean period you know gender equality is a, is a hot topic but the way female rap artists are treated versus male rap artists <clears throat> and i was just thinking about it and honestly bro if megan the stallion had went to jail snitched on all her friends 
came out, got on Instagram Live, had 2 million followers, and dropped a song, every fucking woman on Twitter would be standing the fuck out of Megan Thee Stallion. Mm. She'd be everywhere. But mm. Takashi 69 being a male, he's not allowed to do that. People are, you know, bringing up this, oh, well, you know, he's a snitch, he's this, he's that. If he was a woman, no, we wouldn't be having that conversation. We'd mm. be celebrating this woman. And, like, that's how deep gender inequality goes. Like, we watch this man's life get fucking ruined. It's true. And, the whole trial. And, <laughs> and still... Niggas won't accept the fact that he's like niggas won't accept his art because he has rainbow hair. Not even because not even because the song, not because the music, music's not good. It's the image. Literally from the from the beginning, from the beginning, the issue has been the rainbow hair. Yeah. And like, for I mean, and you know, the same sort of goes for women in in a different way, kind of because women that are perceived as unattractive sort of get the same treatment. Nothing they do is okay. Mm. You know, there was a uh, viral tweet going around. I saw it this morning. It pissed me the fuck off. It was a picture of Sasha and Malia Obama. And the the caption was, you can tell which one has black friends. They were basically alluding to the fact that one was prettier than the other one. Mm. And like to, to detract from someone's blackness because you don't find them attractive, because you don't find them, in your own opinion, attractive. Like... What you know? And then, <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, then, it's it's pretty deep, bro. And then in the same vein, to like turn around and be offended if somebody calls you a name, like, you, but you don't give a fuck about the, the seven people you just offended with this ill thought out joke about two women that you don't know. But you know, you know that a lot of that has to do with you know hiding behind the veil of social media, you know, and the fact that you don't necessarily have to put have to put a face to. Uh, a piece of work that's you know put out there so it you know it's it's really it's not for the people who find it offensive it's for the people who find it funny and that's the the sole reason why somebody would put that out there but like you're right you know, regardless though like it's it's done in ill faith you know and ill, Ill intent it, it, absolutely and it, it but it's just so deeply tied to our topic of gender inequality because like specifically because of her unattractiveness, at least her perceived unattractiveness. I think she's attractive, honestly. Because of her perceived unattractiveness, people are making a joke about her blackness. Because of Takashi's perceived, let's be real, the issue with him and being in hip hop is his perceived homosexuality or his perceived femininity mm-hmm. is the reason why he's being pushed to the side as far as mainstream hip hop goes. And it's weird because especially at least in my opinion you know i feel like one of the things about black culture that's so important is that we're accepting because we were because we have been unaccepted before Mm. and yet for some reason the most popular thing you can do is give people a reason to not accept somebody takashi with the rainbow hair the taller Obama, whichever one is, I think it's Sasha, Sasha Obama, because of her, some person thinking that she's less attractive than her sister. It's fucked up. 
that's race and gender really in a nutshell yeah really really though yeah and uh, it's it's one of those tough subjects bro um it is because it's like this is something that kind of goes on or has been going on you know like my entire life as far as like an identity issue because uh-huh. you 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 got it you got it coming from multiple sides especially like you know for black women uh-huh. because there's so much hate that goes to that specific group and there's so yeah. many disadvantages that are given to that specific group and uh-huh. A lot of those are, you know, overlooked by like mainstream society and stuff on a daily basis. And so yeah. it's like that's like it's it's no wonder why in my opinion, like, you know, black women and stuff are like so strong. You know? Yeah. And and possess so much power and is, you know, hated so much because of it's like the power that they possess. You know? Mm-hmm. And so but like even from, you know, my own personal experiences you know when it when dealing with identity issues it's like you know like i didn't necessarily grow up in the worst of places you know what i mean like you know from the suburbs uh for the most part like family moved around and stuff a lot but you know like like the necessities and everything were were, were taken care of you know and at some points like we were we were living pretty good you know what i mean so you know mm-hmm. I, I being around um you know counterculture and stuff like that you know uh our counterparts it was one of those things where it's like too black for the white kids too white for the black kids you know and so i dealt with that for like a long time and then it's it's not until really that you know i started to get to college and stuff like that that i started to like really understand the plight you know uh of black women you know and how and how they get it 10 times worse you know, and oh so, <clears throat> and, for but, them, and for them, and for them, and and that's the thing. Well, I just want to interject real quick. That's the thing is that, like, for black men, <clears throat> we can sort of step out of that role, mm-hmm. at least when we're with other men. And part of the reason is just because, like, like I mean, bro, you know, you know, dudes. Like, at the end of the day, it really just comes down to like you know someone's usefulness to you or your or their. Or how much you enjoy their company, really. But for women, like, their relationships are so fucking complicated. <laughs> They're so fucking complicated. And... At least to us. Especially... and when, Yeah. And when you bring race into it, it makes it so much worse. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And it's... I've... I've, I've seen... I've seen how angry black women get when they see... A black man, maybe, maybe that they wanted, maybe that they didn't want, that is, you know, gravitated towards white women. And I, I understand that anger. I understand the reaction. I don't understand this, the staying angry, you know, because, because for example, right, getting to, into gender and into gender roles again, mm-hmm. you know, I'm five, 10, probably on a good day, five, 11 on a good day, maybe, <laughs> you know, I don't care. I mean, it, it would be cool to be taller, but like at the end of the day, like, you know, you don't pray for butter to fall from the sky. My brother is six seven, um, international basketball player. Every single time our relatives see us, 
they constantly joke about my height versus his height, right? Even my relatives that I'm taller than. And I'm just like, you know, at first it used to really bother me. Then one day I was just like, you know, if I was a woman and I was I was fat and my sister was skinny, no one would say anything. You think? Like those sort of I don't think anybody would say anything. I think like I think people would say something, but like maybe not to my face, and it would also be less accepted. But like for men, it's okay to joke about men's height because. Oh, men okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but even still, like at, at the same token, for for men, it's it's okay to joke about weight and stuff as well. It's just we don't put so much emphasis on it. And for women, a lot of their, you know, emphasis stems in you know their weight and you how how they look pretty much like everything is about is about image and like you know beauty standards and the fact that those already are skewed in such a strange direction where it's like almost it's better to look unhealthy and be unhealthy you know than it is to you know recognize that there's multiple body shapes and that that there's you know like you know beautiful people are built in different ways and stuff like that and like beauty is in the eye of the beholder at the end of the day you know but and so i feel like that is that is getting a little bit better especially as you have you know women like rihanna who are like creating companies like savage fenty and uh you know changing the standards of what it means to be a model and beautiful and you know allowing different women of different shapes and sizes and stuff to you know really be a become a part of that and you know uh you know really you know uh have a voice and have a say and um uh there's what's that model's name um uh shoot i forget her name Be- bella hadid no 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 no, no. she's like Ale- um, alexis texas lisa ann bro <laughs> Capri Styles. you you all right Lana y'all Reed. see y'all see what type of girls that this this fool daniel likes bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro but no like i forget she's she's misty stone she's uh sasha banks no, bro, she's not a porn star, bro. She's an actual model. She's an actual okay. model. Um, Rachel, no. Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forget what her name is, but anyway, she's mm. she's a bigger model, a plus size model, and you know she really has been like kind of like changing the game and stuff like that for you know women. Um, uh, you know of her size and stuff like that to really feel comfortable in their own bodies and I, I truly feel like you know there needs to be uh, a, a time where this this is you know finally allowed to happen bro because it, like it, it, it's so I, I feel like it's so difficult you know just living in a world where it's just like never feeling like you're good enough you mm-hmm. know or never feeling like you know you can you can uh, uh, stack up to like you know society standards or like feeling like you're falling short and stuff like that and I I feel like you know um, it, it, it really it, it kind of sucks bro and and I understand how that you know in, in a sense like you know I am a feminist in a way you know as far as like I, I can see and, and stand with you know women in the sense that yo like that's that's fucked up and and nobody wants to feel that way nobody wants to be made to feel like marginalized and you know less than and all that stuff you know and that's not really how it should be 
You feel me? And and I and there and even even okay, talking about you know from a fashion standpoint in the clothes that we buy, bro. There's like a literal woman's tax on garments yeah. that are manufactured for women who are always smaller than you know how how you you know how you really are like bro there's a such thing as a fit model and a fit model and mm. the clothes are designed specifically to this fit model uh uh you know uh measurements and so it's like mm. when you understand that it's like yo like it's not like you're going to spend so much money going into trying to buy you know bigger sizes and stuff like that because it's not it's not you know designed for you know you in the first place and that in itself, you know, is the fact that there's a tax on that and the fact that clothes are more expensive and stuff because of that, that's fucked up. And that so, you know, there's, it, man, it, it comes from like multiple places. It comes from it's multiple true. places. It, it, is, it is very true. <clears throat> and, you know, like, like you said, with the whole, you know, wanting to be accepted, but having to, you know, meet standards. Um, it's just weird because it sort of seems like a like a self fulfilling prophecy like type you know like vicious circle type thing just because um you know I always see I'll see jokes on Twitter about like I'm gonna go into the height thing again I'll see a, jo- a woman a woman joke on Twitter about men's heights and like you know basically imply that um men below a certain height are like you know less mm. desirable yeah yeah I've seen that a lot that should get a million retweets but if if a if a man jokes about women of certain weights being indesirable, you know, there's someone in the comments fucking tearing this man's life down. Yeah, it's uh, it's considered, like, really insensitive and stuff like that. And, yeah, and, it, and it, it's it, just because of, like, like we said, it goes back to where we tie our value to, like, where we tie our identity to, mm-hmm. you know? And unfortunately for a lot of women, like, their identity lies... I mean, bro, honestly, it affects everybody, you know, in my opinion, but, you know, more so women in the sense of, you know, their body, you know, whereas, yeah. whereas you got, you know, in you their look, face. Yeah. And they're, oh yeah, of course, like, you know, their face, but it's just like, you, you know, um, they say whenever you first, you know, meet somebody, you know, your outward appearance and how you look is, is the first thing that you're judged upon. So mm-hmm. already we're we're already putting image as number one you know because like before you ever even open your mouth someone is already making a judgment up, uh, about you and who you are and what you're about and all this stuff but you know when you start to speak that's when you could you know change somebody's opinion about you and so it, it's like yo like how you look is 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 very high on the scale and vanity and that's why hollywood is so big and it, it thrives on that and that's why you know marketing is huge and and all that bro because it's, it's all centered around vanity you feel me yeah and like and and speaking to that point like i mean it's so sad because at least in my opinion i think it's sad that like if you're a woman and you perceive yourself as unattractive you know at the end of the day i feel like at least media media's like answer to that is well you know you got to you got to hit the gym you got to you got to buy better makeup you got to get better bra straps you got to do this you got to do that you got to shop at Victoria's Secret you got to pluck your eyebrows and fucking get liposuction 
And if you're a man and you, and you consider yourself unattractive, they, you know what the answer is? Fuck bitches get money. Like, you know. <laughs> Yo, and that, that's what I was just about to say that, um, you know, before. But that, like, you, you look at images and stuff and depictions of, like, old kings and stuff. Bro, they're always, like, the ugliest motherfuckers, bro. Like, health, bro, and, and horrible he, condition, body deteriorating. Like like, like 70 women around him though bro so many women always and it's like damn like <clears throat> you know it's like from a male's perspective it's we we grow up seeing that that like yo like all we all we gotta do is flex a little bit you know figuratively and you know uh uh metaphorically and all that we just gotta flex a little bit and then we can get the girl no problem you know like i was always taught first you get the money then you get the power and then what you can have any woman you want in the world. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, yo, so it's it, from the jump, our priorities and our values are completely different. Whereas you have this narrative for, for women and for, for young girls from a jump that you're like, yo, you're a damsel in distress. You need rescuing. You need saving. You need Every like, day. like oh, you just got to wait there, look pretty and wait for help or wait for somebody to come scoop you off your feet. And, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, be rescued, and it's like, yo, like, uh, teaching little girls that narrative and stuff like that just teaches them, like, you know, to n be in, you know, be dependent, and and oh, yeah. to not dream higher and think higher, and then it's like, it, it, bro, it's so interesting because, like, as I as I say that, I'm thinking like, but at the same token, from a uh, scientific standpoint, like, typically, you know, you know, women develop a lot quicker than men. You know, so it's like mm. typically they say that it, it, it's it's noticed that the cognition in, in little girls and stuff like that is typically more so uh, developed and formed and, um, you know, running at higher capacities than that. So than that of little boys. But it's like mm -hmm. they're just taught. They're just given the wrong sorry, direction. One, one second. One second. Since my podcast is being really. <laughs> Oh, the woes of uh, potting from the house, bro. Yeah, it's all good. I'm sure they heard the dog, the dog barking in the background earlier. From mm -mm. Me. so, okay. Um, uh, cognition. cognition. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, they're they're just given wrong direction from the jump, and oh yeah, and you know what I mean. And it's like, what's up with that? Like, why do we continue yeah, to keep that going? I always think about it, and I'm like, you know. I don't want to raise my little girl like that if I have a daughter. But at the same time, like, you know, you don't want to raise her to be ill-equipped to be to be a woman. But I don't want to raise, for lack of a better terms, you know, I'm not gonna use that term. We use the B word. But I don't want I don't want to raise a damn a damsel in distress, you know? Mm -hmm. For example, I um I uh I was a school well, I was a after school program coordinator for a few months I mainly dealt with younger younger kids mm -hmm. and one of my sole missions was to make sure that I treat each child boy or girl exactly the same wow because I remember I remember being in elementary school and the feeling of when you would realize that you're being treated differently especially by an adult mm, because of your it. color or gender Speak on it. and that is so damaging as a child because as a child you don't have the context to understand oh this person's fucking dumb because that's what they are 
Ignorance. All you can think of is, what did I do to deserve this? So I made it my goal every single day to make sure that I model for these children that you are all the same to me. And I believe you all have the same learning capacity and ability, regardless of how you look, where you came from, your gender, your color. I don't care about that. Yeah. We just have the information that we need to get. And yeah, like I just think about that with my daughter, you know, how am I going to raise a woman as a man? (laughs) Like, I mean, not, you know know what I mean? Yeah. As a man, how am I going to raise a woman? Yeah. Raise like, you know, raise a little girl up to be, you know, to become a woman. And it's like, it's something that you literally, you can't do alone. And that's why it takes a village to train up a child in the first place. Mm. And you know, not two. It doesn't take two. It, it, it takes a village. It take three. It takes a it, village. It takes an entire village because it takes multiple perspective. It takes multiple lessons. It takes, you know, different people chipping in here and there. That's why they say that, you know, some people are in your life for a reason and some people are in your life for a season. And it, mm-hmm. it's these types of um, old adages and stuff like that that, you know, come, you know, you, we find out that, that they, they truly come to be true. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, what was ah uh, shoot? What was I gonna say? Uh, you brought up. Um, okay, so you brought up you know raising your daughter and stuff like that, and that you know that can that speaks a lot you know about you know raising children in general and kind of where this this you know racism and all this stuff comes from. And I truly believe that this is something that is taught. I truly believe that. Oh, yeah. like, like you, you're not born to be racist. Like you're not born to hate someone because of a difference. Like it's our differences that makes everybody unique in the first place. And if we just take the time to engage in conversation, we understand and learn that yo, like there, these are things to be celebrated. These are things to that are intriguing and stuff like that, and things that are beautiful at the end of the day. And so, um, but this this behavior and this hate and you know um while we're speaking on the subject i just want to you know just really say that like my heart and you know uh prayers and everything go out to Ahmad Arbery's family and even though this happened yeah. a couple months ago it's so sad that we're just now hearing about it for one and i truly think that if had it not been for the person to release the video that the the people who are responsible would still be walking the earth free today and that Absolutely. in itself, that in itself is, 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 it, it's, it's insane that we're having, uh, uh, displays of, you know, public lynchings, pretty much modern day lynchings of black people in 2020 at this time. It's, it's, it's sad and it, it's repulsive, like, you know, to see this. And it, 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 and it's almost, you know, it's, it's almost like nowadays, bro, it's like we're so tired of seeing this stuff, you know, oh, yeah. like, like, it's it's almost like you, you in a in a way you become desensitized to it because it's like damn like yo another one and yet nothing is being done about it but i truly feel that like for a, a a man and his son to go out and hunt this person down they're minding their own business and you know just jogging and stuff like that like that that is that is a a a discipline of hate that is that is a doctrine that was taught from a young age. You know what I mean? And, absolutely. And absolutely. that's 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 all learned behavior. And apparently, I actually just saw this before the podcast. I, I got to look into it more to make sure. Apparently, there was sorry. Apparently, there was a video released today 
of Ahmad Arbery, well, allegedly Ahmad Arbery. Um, it was like surveillance footage of him entering a, you know, a home that's being constructed. And apparently they were like trying to say, oh, this is evidence that he was up to no good. What? Yo, <clears throat> and while we're talking you know, about like, this, though, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that shit one bit, bro. But while we're talking about either. this, like, I feel that like we talked about the ring and all that stuff and uh um uh consent and all that stuff on on you know previous episodes um mm-hmm. and just you know the surveillance culture and and the whole nine i truly feel that it's like it's companies such as like snapchat who are the harbingers of the doom that i'm talking about when i talk about you know the future of technology right because it's it's mm-hmm. it's the augmented reality where it's like you you know they they start you off getting used to having the uh um what's it called the filters like doggy dog the, face filter that's why it all started yeah. the dog face filter to now you can you can see how you look when you're old you can see how you looked when you were young you can see you can swap faces you can see how you look as a as a man or see how you look as a woman and, ch- and change gingers and all that stuff right so eventually one day they're the, the the same technology that you've been using to alter your your your, your image and stuff like that and posting is going to be used to say that you were here at this date or you were doing this at this time and and videos can be edited yep. to make it seem like that was you and this yep. this this one so this once uh friendly technology that's you know all fun and games when everybody's using a dog filter and getting comfortable is now going to be the thing that you know brings about demise and i and i feel like that's kind of like the direction that they're trying to go bro like we already understand that the law enforcement and and uh uh government stuff has the ability to falsify evidence and to create evidence we already understand that things have been planted on people before and all that shit dude so it's like you know i don't want to hear that they're just trying to create a narrative now you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like it happened we don't necessarily due to political reasons and due to affiliations and due to all this stuff or whether it was planned or not we don't we don't necessarily want to um you know uh 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 bring down our brother like that but you know we want to kind of you know create the story of the the typical story of you know a black uh the plight of a black man you know what i mean a thug, mm-hmm. uh, 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 thief, you know, anything but something good. It's so terrible because, you know, th- this surveillance video that was released, it's so, like, first off, it's, you can't, I'm not even sure if that's really him. It could be anybody. It's just a video of a black man walking into a building. It literally could be anybody. I don't even think he was wearing those clothes. A doctor video, bro. And they're just throwing out anything. But if it, like, if it had been the fucking... You know, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm <laughs> below that argument because it's it's a childish argument. Like, yeah. we know, we know, we know. Yeah. We know. Yeah. Back to the gender. Back to everything. Thing, talk though. about gender. Yeah. So I just, I just had to say that. And, and <laughs> no, really, absolutely. like I said, yeah, um, very important. Yeah, yeah. My heart's, my heart and prayers, uh, you know, go out to, you know, the family Same. of, of uh, Ahmaud Arbery. And, you know, honestly, just, I, I pray for every single black person on this planet because it is. It is a fucking struggle every day. Yeah, every and, it, and it's especially tough right now, you know, given yeah. 
uh, the disparity of people affected, you know, by this virus. And, and even though I feel like that has, you know, to do with deeper socioeconomic reasons, uh, that we won't get into, but absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, but you know, it you really, yeah, there's there, a lot of prayer just needs to be going out right now at this time. Um, you know, just in general, but getting back to the topic at hand. Um, yeah. So I, I, had, I had a question in mind. Okay. And and this is and honestly, um, you know, we were planning on having a, a guest, but didn't pan out. So this kind of would have worked a little bit better with a woman. But, um, you know, men can't wear makeup. You know, not necessarily that I they want can. to. Not necessarily that I want to. I right. mean, no, they can. But you know, generally, it's looked down upon. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wonder, like, you know. Things are are moving as far as the gender roles go. Things are moving at such a quick rate, you know. Like twenty twenty years ago, you know, you could get fucking molly whopped on the street for for being a homosexual. Like now, I mean, that's, you know, that's still different. happening. It's, it is still happening, but, but I would say it's a little bit more widespread accepted. Absolutely, in, in my opinion. Absolutely. So you know, like gender roles are, are are sort of changing. You know, people are getting more accepting towards transgender individuals, things like that. Do you think that in the future, men wearing makeup will be more accepted? Absolutely. And I think it's going to, it's going to first have to become more accepted in the black community. Cause I feel like that's going to be really where the influence comes from. As with a lot of things that happens in culture, um, ooh, it stems ooh, from it. the, you know, everything stems from the black community. Like we, we are the culture, you know, at the end and of the day. And if we get into the, into the black community and gender, we probably should talk about the inherent homophobia within the black community. Yeah, there's there's definitely that. And that... Well, okay, at least, at least uh, I'm speaking from a Texas standpoint because, weirdly enough, I think, like, New Orleans, mm-hmm. you know, like, one of the biggest artists out of New Orleans is, is Big Frida, you know, a, a oh, cross-dressing yeah, sure. man mm-hmm. who makes feminine music and she's uh they are very accepted in that area uh in, in atlanta you know you got dudes wearing dresses you know you got there's yeah. a whole lot of out- atlanta is definitely like a mecca for you know that homosexual black dress men. And, exactly yeah, yeah yeah and it's so it's yes. like we we do have uh scenarios of contained areas that that are kind of you know thriving in this and of course you have like you know in new york and stuff like that the you know uh uh underground vogue scene okay okay and, and <laughs> she's like the winner yo rp uh big poppy bro um RP. no but yeah we got the underground vogue scene and stuff like that that's popping up there um so like we like we can see that there are you know sp- spaces where this is alive and thriving and so it just becomes a, a moment of when is it going to be uh you know Shoot, there's like a spider right in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. I, had to kill her. I was gonna freak the fuck out. Um oh okay, I don't gosh. I don't do spiders. But yeah, so it, it just it, it has to be a moment where it becomes widely accepted. And like I said, this is going to have to first happen within the black community because that is yeah. where the culture is going to come from. Like everything kind of stems from that. If if I, I feel like people know this, but it's just it's like we just don't necessarily talk about it or um you know it's just 
uh, uh, like swept under the rug and stuff like that. But yes, bro, like it's it's a lot of appropriation. There's a lot of borrowing. There's there's all these different things. You know what I mean? And so, and, but it, it stems from yeah. the black community. And so I feel like it's going to come first with a major artist that people like and stuff like that. Like you know the Young Thugs and the Jaden Smiths and you know stuff like that going into that role and and taking that on. And then from there, once you know, once you 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 have multiple multi, multitudes of people that are like you know getting behind this, and then it starts becoming like more so accepting the black community. Watch, you'll you'll see it'll it'll then you know take hold to you know the masses uh, through through media, through pop culture, and through all that stuff, through rap and hip hop and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, it'll oh definitely yeah, take place. oh my gosh. And yeah, definitely. Because I already, because already, just sure. really quick, just wait. Let me say this. Because uh, I already believe mm-hmm. that uh, you know there's going to be like unisex fashion and and genderless oh, yeah. fashion. I mean, it's happening as we speak, we but more so becoming gender, like you know, making more genderless fashion and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna be like, huge, bro. Like speaking of gender genderless fashion, like um, yo, Kim Jong Un, those those outfits, Loki be fly as fuck, bro. Those like little overalls you be wearing and shit, like the coveralls. Yeah, bro, you can buy garbage sh- and tailor it and make it look good, honestly. High key, but that shit that should be looking fly as fuck. But um, but yeah, um, I think you know, I think, hey, I think it's already happening. I think yeah. a lot of celebrities probably do wear makeup. They just don't want to say anything about it because you know they think they'll get made fun of or. People will say that they're less manly because they're wearing makeup. Yo, really quick, um, while while we're on mm-hmm. this, let me ask you. Yeah. Have you heard about like anything about like ASAP Rocky uh being, you know, in being the closet, super homosexual, and like, you know, it was well, uh Space Ghost Perp that was talking about like ASAP was inviting him to like, you know, these very overtly like homosexual Homosexual like type parties parties and you know or orgy parties and 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 stuff like that and that how like he was like the pretty much the industry is covering up for him because i mean you do have a a dude who's talking who's calling himself pretty and that in a sense is typically uh, attributed to women and is very into fashion that's uh, you know typically attributed to women you know stuff like that so like what do you what's your thoughts on that well um you know i I have much respect for Space Coast Perp. I love his production. Honestly, one of my main influences. He does have a history of saying mistruths and allegedly has a history of mental health issues that may cause him, you know, delusions. Uh That being said, I cannot totally trust his story about ASAP Rocky. Just the, the fact that they have beef coupled with the fact that he has mental issues... I cannot totally trust his story because I sort of feel like ASAP Rocky, if he was gay, he would just come out the closet. And I can't, I don't know, I can't know that for a fact. That, and I know that for, you know, our, our, our listeners who may be in the closet or maybe homosexual, they would probably be like, yo, you can't say that. Like, you don't know that. But, um, yeah, it's tough. Well, well, because, like, He's already yeah. You, you know, feel like somebody very in his, entrenched, right? Yes, he's a ver- he's like already very Tyler, entrenched in that culture. Tyler the Creator, yeah. Their best friend. I mean, exactly. And like, honestly, I'm still not even pop. Well, you know what? I'm pretty sure Tyler. You know, I can't do that. You know what? Tyler Creator, 
is his best friend. He claims to be homosexual. I feel like if he was, you know, he wouldn't really have such a big issue with saying it. But I could be wrong. Could be wrong, but who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Pick up this girl again, driving sure into my podcast. <laughs> are you kidding me, bro? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Out of all the places to park in this in this whole entire neighborhood. <laughs> Blast you with the high beams. Bro, almost blinded me. Yo, that's like a metaphor for the people are trying to shed light on the exactly, Snowball bro. Effect podcast. Oh my gosh. Get out of the trash. I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. Who knows? Like, it could be easy for a person like that, but then again, it could be hard because everything in that life is tied behind image. And that image is typically manufactured by multiple people and not just you. And that's the label and, you know, politics and all that stuff, too. So, but I mean, look at Tyler. Which which also. Look at Tyler. Which also, I think it's kind of fucked up to out somebody. So, if Space Coast did out him, I think that'd be kind of fucked up. Definitely. Definitely. I just think, uh, you know. If anybody, if he was to, there, honestly, there, in my opinion, there'd be nothing wrong with it, you know. But yeah, me either. I mean, I, I but I would be like, it. okay, like I would be like, all right. Uh, so that kind of makes a little bit of sense, you know. Kind of like Tyler, like after he came out, you're just like, okay, I, I could have, you know, I could have saw that. Well, I don't know. Just, I, just based I, I, off I of some of his lyrics, judge. you know what I mean? No, not, not even, not even judging, but it's just kind of like, you know, like for instance. People, a lot of times artists before, you know, they decide to do something drastic, they'll put it in their music as like a cry for help. You know what I mean? So sometimes artists leave clues and it's kind of like just picking up on those clues. Not even, not even judging in a, in a sense, you know what I mean? Cause like I said, I don't, I don't care. Like what you eat, don't make me shit. Well, I, I, yeah, no, I I, I, I would say, wow, that, 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 that's a great quote. That's an amazing quote. I've never heard that. I said judge. I really meant. Uh, I don't. I don't. I try not to assume somebody's sexuality or or gender. More, more recently, gender. But I try not to assume someone's sexuality because, like, how can you know? You know, at the end of the day, yeah. I, I've met like a lot of feminine ass niggas. I mean, we both know one feminine ass nigga in particular who's married right now. I'm still confused, bro. Me- oh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so confusing bro yeah no i feel you but 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 then again i mean i mean like bro i'm like i i grew up in the south right that's different upbringing that's hella niggas in the south yeah yeah that's hella niggas in the south just like him Mm. it's just like bro you know so because of that i try not to assume because i i just feel like i can't ever really know right right yeah and, and honestly at the end of the day like it's not your place you know to True. So it's like, why kind of like waste time on it? Yeah, I told, I totally get it. But it's it's different when it's an artist, and and, and it's, oh no, I agree. It's different it, when it's it, an it artist, different with the because artists. of the influence that they have, and because people are some people are specifically looking for you know like the message behind the music. You know, some people really dive <laughs> deep into artists and like you know worship artists True. and stuff like that. You know, not saying that I'm mm-hmm. one of those persons because frankly I don't give a fuck. But you know. <laughs> At the end of the day, some people are really like that and kind of get caught up in that world. So, you know, that's important, especially if you have such a cult-like following and, you know, Uh people, you know, 
do things to your music like like for instance like with x and stuff like that like people write it to his music bro and like whenever he died and stuff like that you know so r.i.p yeah r.i.p for sure like he had a strong influence you know so the message that they give out and the things that they say are very important in in that sense i agree and you know back to the whole makeup thing what really brought that to mind well because I, I think about it all the time and like well so i think about it sometimes like you know, for women, they have like a dark spot, right? Because I, I have some dark spots. I would love to be able to cover those up and like nobody will be able to see them because I'm not self-conscious about it. But like I would be if I if I wanted to be. Does that make sense? Bro, like, if you, I choose if you, not to be. If you needed a dark spot corrector, you could have just asked me. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving an example. No, I know. I know. But I, on the cool, though, I've but, been getting um, a lot more into the whole, you know, uh, skincare skincare routine and stuff like that and that's that's something that as you know from a gender perspective a, a oh, lot yeah. of men don't talk about like we don't emphasis we put emphasis on uh good skincare good hygiene when it comes to like you know washing our face and you know putting on oh, yeah. uh moisturizers and creams and all that stuff and like you're, you know you're talking about dark skin or dark spots and you know correcting those and stuff like that a big issue for me specifically is bags underneath my eyes so you know i've been trying to look for and that's i I feel like that's from wearing glasses that's from you know being in front of screens and stuff like that all day blue light all that you know what i mean just staying up and you know multitudes of Uh reasons but that's something that you know also is a little bit genetic and stuff so it's something that i'm you know really kind of looking into and different products and stuff like that to kind of help with that and you know that's important for men you know your your entire hygiene yeah. in in general and everything that you do like whether you know you're you know from if it's like oral hygiene or you know you taking a shower putting on some smell good stuff like that like i was having a conversation with my cousin earlier talking about different colognes and how some mu- some men aren't even on smelling good they're like oh that's like a feminine thing no nah, nigga like Grab you some <laughs> clones, take a couple spritz, and yo, you know, keep it keep it moving. You feel me? Like, yo, yeah. it's okay to smell good. It's okay to wash your face. It's okay to make sure that the dirt underneath your nails are, you you know, like it's taken care of. It's it's like it's okay, bro. Like, and I feel like from yeah. a gender perspective too, like it's it uh, emphasis on hygiene and health and stuff is not put on. You know, is not you know, really talked about with men and, and especially in the black community, bro, going to the huh. doctor. Yo, that's, oh my gosh. that's Girl, the dermatologist, deep, the dermatologist, the, the, uh, or, or orthodontist the, you know, the dentist and, you know, just everything Aste- like aste- aestheticians. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, bro. And like taking care of that, getting, getting your, you know, making sure your prostate and all that stuff is, is, is in line and in order, you know, making sure like, bro, my feet look horrible, bro. And I've <laughs> I've noticed like I've noticed this recently, and like I'm just like yo yeah they do look horrible bro. <laughs> You've been looking at my feet, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> bro, I got I no, got some pics on my OnlyFans. No, no, but um, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> some feet pics, bro. I exit Ladonna OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, I exit Ladonna eighteen. Exit Ladonna eighteen, bro. I'm older than eighteen. So, um, <laughs> oh my no, but like just, you know, just taking care of stuff like that and, and really making sure mm-hmm. that that is a part of our daily, you know, habits and stuff. Yeah. So like, um, like what you said about the, the bags under your eyes, you know, um, I mean, I get pretty bad dark circles as well. Mm-hmm. And 
I got like Prada bags. You know, bro. back to the whole Chanel bags. Oh, me too, bro. I got. She liked the way that. Nah, but um, you know, going back to the, to the double standards as a man, like, you know, what what can you do about that? You got to research into what you should do. You got to buy the product. You got to use the product. You got to stick with it. As a woman. It's totally acceptable for you to just grab a fucking tub of makeup. I'm not makeup work, so <laughs> a whole tub of it, a gallon, <laughs> whole gallon of makeup. Whatever, what you grab some makeup, put it under your eyes, cover up those fucking bowling balls you got under there, and go go about your day. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, nobody. In fact, gives we're a like, fuck. damn, just, girl, you look nice. Damn, Charlie, looking good. Oh my god, is that? Is that rouge? Is that blush? Is that blush? Is that mascara? You wearing it right, girl? I like your lashes. And bro, like put it. Oh, then lap, bro. Bro, just bro. If you if you think about it, in just everything that we named, there's so much that goes into. Oh my god. Women's concealer. Oh my gosh, bro. Uh, blush. uh, I don't think everybody wears blush, but you know, foundation. Yeah, like. Makeup blender, the little sponge, the mascara, the, sponge, the, the eyeliner, eyeliner, the lip, lip liner, yeah, lip, lip gloss, gloss, lipstick, lip liner, uh, <laughs> uh the 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 powder for your chin and like you know powder, bro, the lotions, oh, bro, there's so much. Yo, shouts out to the it, women who it, really take the time to look good every damn I, day, like. I truly appreciate also, y'all. You, you should, you shouldn't have to work so. You hard don't to like you shouldn't, and like honestly, I I I also enjoy a natural face, like, and Me sometimes too. yo, you need that just to let your skin breathe, like, let the hope let breathe. that hope breathe, let this bitch breathe, air that pussy out, girl. <laughs> go and make it clap. Go and make it. Go and make it clap. Go, <laughs> yo, that turn. Let the thing air out, girl. That turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, Monk came out to hang. Oh my gosh! Oh, was was good, Monk. Yeah. He's he's the uh, the pod mascot. Yeah, Monk's the pod mascot. Um, <laughs> yo, um, yeah, bro. So like, because I remember I used to see like, it's kind of funny because you know like Instagram commercials or Instagram advertisements are like targeted. So I don't know why, but I, I would see like advertisements for, like makeup for men. What? And it would always be like, oh, the, the ne- yes. And it would always be like, oh, the next best thing. Like, oh, like this is like, like you're a forward thinking man if you buy this blah, wow. blah, blah. And I was just like, at the time, I couldn't afford it, even even if I wanted it. Uh-huh. But I was just like, I mean, I'll just, I'll just fucking wash my face. Like, I'll be fine. Like, I don't, like, if I put, like, if you put makeup on, you gotta do it all the time. And I don't feel like doing Yo, that. Yo, honestly, honestly, like, if you that. start trying that, like, let me know. I'm probably not gonna do it, but I'm just interested. To see kind of how that will work, if you know that's something that you 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 know be into trying, but like yeah, that's I, interesting that you're I mean, that I, you were getting you know target. I wonder what complex you know uh, series of clicking brought you, yeah. and you know what agri- algorithm brought you into you know getting advertisements for makeup and foundation and stuff for men. I have no idea. It's probably because I'm I'm subscribed to like thirty makeup artists on uh, OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> do you know just 
No, I'm playing. Um, no, but I think it was just from like looking up like skincare stuff. Like they were just like, oh, like clearly this man's insecure about his face. So like, let's fucking make him more insecure. Yo, which I mean, really quick. I wasn't insecure about my face. I just wanted my face to be clean. But you know, like, yeah, that was just weird. Yeah, I don't know. I've been getting a lot what of really uh, uh, personal hand massagers. Like those have been popping up. <laughs> yeah, or not like hand massagers, but like handheld massage you know like the deep ones with the the ball attachments yeah. and stuff like that that people are like talking about i went to best buy to look at yeah, look at them that. for one time bro and ever since then my instagram is bombarded mm. with those um you gotta release that stress yeah bro. for That's sure what is, for man. sure uh, what was i gonna say uh shoot ah damn it i hate when that happens bro i've been seeing a lot of spiders yeah, out here um Damn. Yo, it happens. Uh, bro. Oh yeah. It happens. It's live. Yeah, it's live. Everything's live. live. Everything's organic. We don't we don't cut nothing. We don't piece nothing together. Mm-hmm. It's it's all straight off the dome, smooth organic conversations here off on the, the uh, snowball effect. Um but damn it, dude. I, I, I feel like I had something good there. I'm very disappointed in myself. You always got something good, bro. Thank you. Man, bro, that words of affirmation, those really get me going. <laughs> Love languages. That's that's an interesting topic. I know like we're not gonna really gonna dive into that, but yo, guys, take the time to love to learn your lady's love language or like your partner's mm. love language. And vice yeah. versa. And vice yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Just like whoever yeah. whoever your partner is, take the time to love to understand their love language and you know their their level of communication and how they communicate because that is that is a truly important thing and that can make or break a lot of relationships so okay i think last thing we'll get into um the at least in some african-american communities the prevalence of homophobia oh yeah yeah, yeah. do you think it's d- tied to the prevalence of hyper masculinity, and when I say hyper masculinity, I'm also including what some people would call toxic masculinity. <laughs> Do you think those are related? Uh, in in some ways, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just because it's all, in my opinion, a part of the same type of teaching Uh, Mm. i shouldn't say teaching more so um (laughs) programming Uh in the black community from an early standpoint um Uh whereas a lot of things that you know the our ancestors and stuff like that dealt with was violence and uh that was you know uh, uh, uh violence was one of the main proponents that was used to do a lot of the teaching um so that kind of you know that energy continues to subsist and go from generation to generation to generation and you know but and then also like the violence when it came to you know how the black black women were treated and handled and how they were you know every everybody was treated as property and you know it it stems from all that bro from from the mindset that was tried that was you know instilled in 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 deep and rooted in, in the black community from the jump and uh 
Yeah, so so they the the two are definitely definitely tied together. Um but yeah, I think that's like uh, definitely a conversation for another time. Oh yeah. Um I want to end it with a conversation I had with a with a older African American male. <laughs> and honestly, um you know, actually in the context of seeing this the platform movie i'm sort of rethinking this conversation y'all check out that episode also watch oh, the yeah movie. watch the movie so check out the platform episode for sure for sure the platform on netflix but um so this was actually during my final semester of baylor um you know i have to i have to tell that story sometime but basically like life is going terrible right my car broke down oh my goodness <clears throat> my car broke down i couldn't drive couldn't do anything so i had to take the bus to school right which is embarrassing because, you know, you're a senior, you don't want to take the bus, you know, you just want to live your life, but it was whatever. But, you know, I try to keep a good attitude about it. So every day I get on the bus, say, you know, good morning. Thank you to the bus driver. Good good afternoon. Thank you. Sorry, I missed that. Part. Shut up, Siri. Okay. <laughs> Always listening. Always listening. Bro. So one day. The bus driver stopped me. He said, you know what, young man? Every time you get on this bus, you look me in the eyes and you say thank you. And you're the only man that does that. And I was like, hmm. Uh. Like, I never I never even considered that. And he was like, and I feel so bad for these young brothers because they grew up in a time where many many black men did not grow up with their fathers and their idea of masculinity was created by a woman. And I was just like, damn, mm. I never thought about that either. Wow. One moment. Oh my God. Seriously. Stop ruining, <laughs> stop ruining my seriousness. Yeah. This is oh deep, bro. Wow. And, and I thought about it and like some of the, some of the friends that I have that are like, you know, the most hyper masculine don't know their fathers or they grew up with a inconsistent male presence in their life. And it, it sort of makes sense. Like, you know, as, cause as a woman raising a man, especially in a homophobic community, you're doing everything you can to not give him your, to not give him your mannerisms, to not give him your way of speech, your way of walking, your way of moving, your way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So you have to make him hyper-masculine or he has to, you know, model himself after role models on TV, you know, and, and this is, of course, assuming that this person doesn't have uh, yeah, extended family yeah, that's a male that could yeah, fill that role yeah. because that's really what should happen in that situation. Right, you know? exactly. But, um, or at least an, an ideal solution to that situation. But I thought it was just an interesting thing for him to say because I'd never heard anybody say that and I, I felt really bad because... I looked around like there are literally other black men in that car with uh-huh. me that just watch my past this man every single day and did not say a word to him. And I'm like, damn, why not? You know, mm. he looks just like you. Mm. You all have the same skin color, same melanin. Just because he's driving a bus, you won't even say hi. Yeah. And, and, and it lastly. Oh, go ahead. And this is a topic we'll have to get into into sometime. Oh, for sure. And this this is shade. This this is actually a shade. <laughs> the idea of 
leaving a black person out of a black community, especially when the idea is tied to their perceived blackness, is the most anti-black thing a black person can do, in my opinion. Especially so when you have organizations and individuals who claim that their values are for the uplifting of colored people. And yet, if those colored people do not ascribe to their their monolithic idea of blackness, they won't be accepted in that community. I think that's fucked up. Super fucked up. On that note, guys. <laughs> we want to thank you. It's been another episode of the fucking snowiest motherfucking podcast on the, in the goddamn world. motherfucking planet and in the universe. Oh, honestly, I think I think we have the, the snowiest universe. podcast on the universe. And I actually checked. I, I googled it. This podcast is the is the coldest thing in this goddamn universe. Literally, like actually, it's damn it's near damn near hot because it's so cold. <laughs> Like dry oh ice almost, and it's coming for you Whoa. very, very quickly. So prepare yourself. Yo, the the avalanche effects. <laughs> <laughs> New show title. Avalanche. Yeah, like, look out for the follow up to every pod that we have called the avalanche effect, <laughs> and how it's affecting the community. Yeah, we might do something like like we might do a video series to this called the avalanche effect and literally just interview people who oh, that'd be fuck cool. with the pod you know what i mean that'd that would cool. be kind of cool so i don't know but that would be really really cool let the ball keep rolling my friend we want to thank you guys so hey, so much for joining up. us and uh, uh, for snowballing up with us word association okay let's get it word association i got i got four percent battery so yeah all right let's make a quick ball snow <laughs> that was easy oh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> mm. Spider. Trapdoor. Like the wolf spider? Oh, wow. Okay, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fireplace. Vampire. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> like, Dra- yeah, like Dracula. Like Dracula vibes. <laughs> like old castle. Okay, yeah, you know sense. what I mean? Like with the it makes yeah, sense. like a grand fireplace. I don't know why my mind went there, but it did. <laughs> uh it makes right, sense. Let's, get, let's, let's do two more. Yeah. Uh, cellar door. The Cask of Amontillado, which is a short story by Edgar Allan Poe, that is an amazing story. Okay. Well, okay. About a man who kills his best friend by chaining him to a wall and then building another wall in front of him inside of a cellar. Wow. While listening to him cry as he. It's the fucking saddest and coolest story ever. And it's called what again? The Cask of Amontillado. It's just like a five minute description of like him watching. This man lose all hope in life as he builds a fucking brick wall in front of his face. It's so oh sad. Oh my Brick gosh, by brick. That's and it's so well written. <laughs> it's so depressing, Damn. dude. It's so depressing. Okay. The, the, the moment he chains into the wall, 
like the way he describes how confused he was and then like how quickly he re- realized what's happening oh my god i was like dude damn damn i was like 11 i was like fuck brutal, like, yo. brutal. oh it's terrible <laughs> it's terrible um okay last word um Dior. <laughs> Pop smoke. Okay. <laughs> baby, baby, shake okay, it, shake okay. it. Cause you're Dior, Dior. You like the way that I <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yo, okay, okay. That was this like so a glitch funny. in the Matrix, bro. Okay, okay. Shut <laughs> the way that I move. Okay, okay. Like, yo, Don't. that shit went off though. Like, low Don't get me lit. <laughs> I'm a freak. Get me lit. <laughs> Turn up, New York. What it is? Turn up. Oh my god. It's the boy. You can't say the pop without the smoke. You feel me? Okay, okay. <laughs> Yo, and that's the snowball effect, guys. <laughs>